0: Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Uninformed Podcast. Woo! I got my boy Jared. What up? What's up, Jonah? Ethan? What's up, Jonah? And Zach?
1: Hey, Jonah. What's up? Boo. 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 Boo, Boo. You
0: suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sounds like there's uh, some fighting in the ranks going on.
1: I expected some singing. I was trying to do the lower bass, the baritone. Mm. Yeah.
0: Well, it was beautifully
1: done. I like you.
0: Guys, listen. This is going to be a great one. It's got a little something for all of you, okay? Jared, there's a little bit of the medical field for you. Tish, I'm going to loop in your conspiracy theories. And for Ethan, you get me, buddy. I love it. (laughs) That's right. All right. So... The overall thesis of our topic today is just to have a good time. We're gonna have fun, ask some questions. Let's just have a, a good uh, a good discussion on this one, okay? Alrighty. Perfect. All right. So I'm gonna paint you guys a picture. Ask questions. Here we go. Should we close our eyes? Yeah, close your eyes. Keep them open. However, you best want to do this. So. All right. You guys get home from a long day of school, okay, or work or whatever it is, and you have a little bit of a headache going on. What do you normally do? You drink some water. What else do you do? Pound a couple of Jack Daniels. (laughs) Ooh, that's one way to do it. Let's, uh, Let's assume you don't have any in your house or you don't consume Jack Daniels. I pop in acetaminophen, brother, oh. and I say that's not enough. So then I take 800 milligrams more. Then
2: I find the painkillers, and I throw some of those in my system. Still ain't tail. enough. So then <laughs> I go ahead and run, pump some endorphins through my bloodstream. Wow. All
0: right, You know what? That was a little more than I was looking for, but I will count it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you, you pop an ibuprofen, acetaminophen, Tylenol. Tylenol, yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay. So we've all heard of Tylenol.
1: Tylenol. Yep, Tylenol. 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 He's tylenol. a good guy, Mr. Tylenol, yeah. He is.
0: Now that we've established everybody knows what Tylenol is, usually you take it to help uh, deal with you know minor aches and pains. It's an over-the-counter medicine that's available to anybody of age, and uh, it's fairly common. September 29th 1982 multiple people within a day of each other they just start uh, Falling ill they don't know what it is at first. It was this 12 year old girl. She had a bit of a headache her parents gave her some uh, Tylenol She seemed to be all right and then boom unfortunately she passed away a couple other people Almost a similar scenario next thing you know they all died too. So the coroner's going through to try to figure out what is happening to all these people and this is all going on in uh, Chicago by the way so it's all local it's all in the same radius so it's not like all throughout the US so out of nowhere suddenly these people are just dying in Chicago so upon the coroner's report it was discovered that all of these people had been poisoned what shocking right wow How are all these different people poisoned? They found out all of the people that had died had taken an extra strength Tylenol capsule. So you might be asking yourself, well, these people took Tylenol to uh, relieve their headaches, body Uh aches. Why are they all dying? Right. Huh? What? I know. That's a little interesting. That's what I'm wondering. The
1: dosage was too high. They took too many pills.
0: Maybe the tunnel was laced with something
1: else. laced with what? Fentanyl?
3: Or maybe a water fuel cell. Oh. Whoa. Ray syndrome. It's
2: common in children. You take too much and it shuts down your liver or kidneys. Something like that.
0: Wow. These are all great guesses. I can that. tell you one of them right on the nose.
1: Oh, because cocaine is laced with fentanyl, usually with the nose, right? Oh. <laughs> is that why you no, said that? that <laughs> no,
0: that's not what I meant. Oh. I meant was spot on. Uh, Ethan, Yes. So these Tylenol were actually uh, laced with uh, what uh, was found to be uh, a poisonous material called potassium cyanide. So oh, cy- cyanide. is that poison? Isn't that poison? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's why they – yeah, what? it's just poison. Wow. That's, that's pretty, pretty
3: fun. All right, bag. so put
0: yourself in the shoes of the investigator. What conclusions are you drawing? How are these people getting poisoned by taking Tylenol? Or how did this Tylenol get to uh, become laced?
1: So there's probably a pharmacist who, on the side, when he was done with his shift at the pharmacy, he would be a drug dealer and sell drugs. And he happened to switch the bottles, and he mixed up the poison with the Tylenol. I was like, oh, you know, oops. (laughs) 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 Oops. Wait, wait, no, I got a theory. Years ago,
2: whenever Tish and I would go to the supermarket... He would get urges to open the ice cream containers and he would what? lick the ice cream. Why are you And I would say, Tish, that is gross. Don't you remember the FDA back years ago uh, because of the whole Tylenol scandal uh, that that's illegal and it's a felony? Uh, and then you stop licking all the ice cream. That's my that's my
3: guess. Whoa. I have a guess. What, well, what that's about, pretty – whoa. What if, What
0: about rat poop at the Tylenol factory? Oh, the I love it, guys. Whoa. These are all great answers. Um the the answer lies somewhere in between it wasn't quite the ice cream thing that Jared was saying but Jared <laughs> Jared was the closest to uh the correct answer Wait how <laughs> <laughs> So basically what had ended up happening was the bottles of Tylenol were being laced while in the store they were all traced back to within the same area they figured out that it was not from the factory it was not shipped out from the manufacturer wow. um, hmm. like that that this was something that occurred on the store shelves so you know somebody would come in they would uh slip the bottles into their pocket lace them at home bring them back and set them back on the shelves.
3: <laughs> holy crap that don't sit right with me something about that does just does not sit right with me that's
0: awful <laughs> yeah i mean it really is because you know, unfortunately, there was a 12-year-old girl that who died. Um, a couple, I think there was um, two family members that uh, passed away from this as well. So, it, you know, people are dying over this. Um, but it gets pretty interesting. So you would think that, you know, lacing medication and with the fact that people were dying, that they would be very interested in trying to solve this. So... Fast forward from 1982 all the way to present day, 2023. This has never been solved.
1: Really?
0: Spoiler alert there. They have no idea who did this. Um, However, Tish, kind of tying in your conspiracy theory, you might like this. While this was going on, they were trying to figure out who was doing it. They actually... um, so a ransom letter was written to Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and Johnson is the company that manufactures Tylenol. Mm-hmm. So a ransom letter was sent to Johnson and Johnson demanding 1 million dollars in exchange for stopping the poisonings. In the letter it went on to say that this guy James Lewis, the guy who wrote the letter, that he was responsible for this. Hmm. So somebody wrote this letter but he was not arrested. Why?
1: Because they couldn't identify the... Because I bet James Lewis was a pseudonym, was a fake name, and they also couldn't trace the handwriting to the actual person.
0: Uh, you could not be more wrong. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, what? <laughs> so James Lewis is a real person. He did write the letter. However, he lived in New York they were able to place him in New York at the time that this was happening in Chicago, um, and that he was doing this as uh, extortion. So he actually ended up being charged with extortion and several other crimes. Oh my God, well, he was totally money grabbing.
3: Yep, he Jeez. was trying.
0: He was trying to make a buck, and they ended up uh, sentencing him to prison. For twenty years, Jeez. He, ended up, wow. he, he ended up being released in nineteen ninety five after only thirteen years.
1: I thought you said they didn't find out who it was. They didn't until that letter uh, was found. Until no, was <laughs> no. Every everything
0: he said so
3: far is consistent. Tish, what are you confused about? All right, now I'm so I'm so, so lost.
0: Okay, Zach. <laughs> so what happened was people were dying in Chicago. I think I need a
1: Tylenol. I'm getting a headache. <laughs>
0: All right. Just a quick recap right. for you, Zach. People are dying of laced Tylenol in Chicago. They put out a press release. If anybody knows anything that's going on, please let us know. Gotcha. At the at that time, this guy James Lewis wrote a, a ransom letter to Johnson and Johnson, the manufacturer of Tylenol, demanding one million dollars. And if he got the one million dollars, they would stop the poisonings. Police investigated James Lewis found no ties, zero evidence at all that he was responsible for this. He lived in New York, was present in New York, had not alibis, but people could place him in New York at the time that this was going on in Chicago. And then they knew that this, it wasn't happening from a manufacturer, so it was happening at the store in Chicago. So they knew there was no way James Lewis was responsible for doing this. Uh, and then they ended up charging him with extortion and a couple other crimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, serving, he ended up serving thirteen years in prison.
1: I understand. I see what happened now. I, for some reason, I thought like the the serial killer or the the culprit behind this would, you know, create a fake persona and like be smarter than that. But I, I understand. It was someone who was trying to get money, and they were dumb enough to, you know, pull that. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so we're all caught up, yes? Yeah. Yes, Yes, sir.
0: Capiche. All right. Have you guys taken Tylenol, acetaminophen, NyQuil, DayQuil, anything recently? I took some today, actually.
1: Not recently, Mm
0: -hmm. but I have taken some. Wow, very good. When you buy a bottle off the shelf, how do you feel comfortable knowing it hasn't been previously tampered with? There's a seal.
1: There's a childproof seal. Yeah.
0: I forced someone else to take a pill before Talk me. Before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's a seal on it. Um, if you buy like the gel caplets there's a little bit of, you know, that tinfoil y covering on it that you'd be able to see if there was any puncture wounds or if it's not sticky. Oh, yeah. So, prior to 1982, that's not how medicine uh, worked. So, wow. you could just unscrew the cap and then the tablets would come out or the capsules Man. or whatever they were. It was like so, the Wild
3: West back then. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it definitely was. So, these Tylenol murders of 1982, they actually changed a lot of the safety precautions wow. that are mm. in place today. When it comes to buying medicine This drove uh, Tylenol To actually create uh, What's known as a caplet Which are the tiny little Pills that kind of have like a little A little gel coating over it So it's still like a, a little tablet
3: mm-hmm. But there it's a little a, bit sp- With the liquid inside?
0: No, so those are the gel capsules Oh, Those are a lot easier to be Manipulated as far as lacing mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. You can remove it's,
1: it and then put it inside Yeah
0: yeah, because it, it's just a, a gel caplet, so you could put liquid in that yeah. and uh, kind of reseal it back up. The caplets you can't, you can't really put a needle into because it's like a powder. You know, it's it's a powder pill, so you can't put a liquid into it. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnson and Johnson, they actually uh, put a million dollars into their development of new methods and that's kind of when they came up with the tamper proof packaging and foil seals and nowadays it makes it really obvious to know if some if they've been tampered with before you buy them. If you buy ibuprofen you open the cap and you see holes in the seal there, you know I shouldn't be taking this. Somebody's, you know, played with it. So yeah. Yeah, so these Tylenol murders of 1982 is what they're referred to, or this story is referred to, the Tylenol murders. Um, it actually played a big part in kind of revolutionizing how medicines are packaged and the safety that goes into medications, especially a lot of these over-the-counter medications that just sit on the shelves. People want to be able to take that medicine to help them and not have to worry about you know dying or any other um you know things that could come about from it. Hmm. In addition to that, it was a, a year later in 1983 that's Congress passed what was known as the Tylenol Bill and that was when it, they made it a federal offense to actually tamper with those seals on the shelves in the stores um, before you buy them. So there's actual legislation out there referred to as the Tylenol Bill making it a federal felony.
2: Yeah, related to that, that's what I was referencing earlier with the ice cream thing. There was like maybe like two or three years ago when TikTok just became a thing in like 2020, 2019, whatever it was. It was a trend that people would open ice cream containers and they would lick the ice cream. And then a bunch of these kids started facing felony charges just following a TikTok trend because they thought it was silly and goofy. And, you know, it then brought back the light, you know, kind of. Uh, this felony of, you know, medications of people dying, which I didn't really know much about. I just knew because of the TikTok trend that, uh, you know, there was a felony charge for that. And uh, unfortunately a, a lot of kids, you know, were licking or tampering Jared, with.
1: when we were in the store, um, when I got the ice cream, I ate the whole thing and then put it back. I wouldn't just lick it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Classy. <laughs> Remind me never to shop with you guys. <laughs> yeah, he's real sick yeah, guy. Uh, and yeah, then just be. one little self-correction: I had said Johnson <laughs> and Johnson put in uh, a million. It was actually a hundred million. Um, it's like that. It was, oh! was put into it. But uh, while all this was going on, so again, this was a very big case as it was going on in 1982. Like I said, the the idea that you could walk into your local convenience store, buy Tylenol, and then end up dead the next day, when you really think about it, how many products do we buy that we just trust that they're safe and they're, you know, healthy for us? Dude, so many.
3: So, that dude, I mean, like, that he was the guy that was lacing the Tylenol, I mean, there's no way that he could really track the people You know, and watch them take it and die. So he was just doing it because he, uh, like, out of the what is it—the pure evilness of him. You know.
0: Yeah, and that's so that that was. They were trying to find. To him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, They were trying to find. You can control it like he's gone. They were trying to find motives for why somebody would do this, and just like you had said, Ethan, um, you can't watch the person die you can't just hang out at the the drugstore all day see who buys which bottle and then you know it's not feasible so the thrill of watching somebody die that's not what it is um they just speculated that you know this was somebody that just wanted to cause you know mass hysteria and they didn't care if people died or not but nobody's ever come forward they actually um I believe it was the uh, Unabomber, they interviewed him to see if it was something that he could have been responsible for, um, but he was later ruled out as a suspect for it, so they don't really know who did it, uh, which is kind of weird, but it has revolutionized the, the way that uh, medicines, are packaged and the safety precautions that are done behind them beyond the safety precautions back in 1982 tylenol made up i believe it was something like 35 percent of the market in this space Um, they actually ended up um plummeting to less than eight percent Within weeks after this happened, nobody was buying Tylenol, Mm -hmm. Tylenol, or I guess Johnson and Johnson, they had to issue a widespread recall on all of their Tylenols, um, which again would cost them billions of dollars to do. And then you have to mass produce more of them to put them back out and rebuild the public trust in... You know that Tylenol is safe this was a one-off situation and when they were able to clear uh, Johnson & Johnson factories and manufacturers of this that helped the public perception of this as well um, and when they were able to kind of figure out what was happening that also helped Tylenol but within a year afterwards they were they were back up to the volume where they had been and, and they had rebounded and were healthy again as a company. Dude, so that's totally that's totally her motive right there. We just figured out her motive.
3: Her motive was to bring down the stock of, of Johnson Johnson. So she probably bought stock in the competitors, right? Or she probably sold options. Uh, Johnson, I like that John, you're already
0: I like that you're already narrowing this down to a female. So
1: we're down to a uh,
0: Oh yeah it's
3: totally something a woman would do <laughs>
0: oh.
3: <laughs> oh. No, I'm
1: just so when Tylenol, when the when sales of Tylenol dropped to eight percent is that is there a correlation between that and Jack Daniels did Jack Daniel's rise secure headaches the sales of Jack Daniel's rise do we know that for sure uh, I did not know that Jack Daniels
0: sales ever rose in correlation to headaches.
1: I mean, although I don't know. If you want a that's fun
0: correlation, and this is kind of off the beaten path here, yeah. it's interesting that they're not correlated at all. <laughs>
1: no, I, I was just saying that because you referenced that in the, bit, the beginning, Ethan. You're like, whenever you have a headache, oh, I'll take Jack Daniels. So, okay. Tish, fun little
0: correlation for you. That's totally out there. As ice cream sales increase, so do shark attacks. So Whoa. that's kind of your your riddle for the day, and that is a hundred percent factually accurate. I did not make that up. I'm
1: buying less ice cream now.
0: Well, right. relation, you know, not
3: causation, boys.
0: <laughs> I will try to let you figure that one out. But um, So in a nutshell, that kind of wraps up the uh, Tylenol murders of 1982. It happened inside Chicago. People started dying because they were taking Tylenol that ended up being laced with potassium cyanide. They couldn't figure out who did it. They never did Um, There there was even one guy that tried to scam his way into taking responsibility for it. They shut that down and put him in prison for extortion. Tylenol fell off, or Johnson & Johnson, their stock plummeted, but then they rebounded. And in 1983, legislation was passed making it a federal crime uh, to tamper with products and... All manufacturers decide to make things a little bit safer with seal proofs so any questions guys
1: since the tylenol act the legislation was passed and all that um has there been anyone that has tried to tamper with tylenol and put it back on the shelf um after all this this whole event happened
0: yeah great great question zach that about time. It only took 24 minutes, but you got there. So I applaud you. Oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there actually have been other copycat poisonings um, that involve Tylenol as well as other over the counter medications. Um, it, a lot of them were in the 80s and early 90s after this uh, had happened, but none were ever as dramatic or catastrophic as the Tylenol murders of 1982. Um, So, yes, there have been, um, but nothing near what this one was.
1: So, if it was nothing near, was the poison not, like, effective enough, or were they able to, like, sniff it out, like, hey, this is tampered with, I'm not going to buy this, or what?
0: Yeah, good question. Uh, I haven't looked into all of these other uh, crimes that went on. I don't know if it just means less people died. I don't know if it just meant people got sick and nobody died. I don't know the answer to that. That would be a great question uh, to go on the internet and check out, do, do your research on that. I like this story. I, I think it it puts things into perspective because going to your you know convenience store or pop in a, an ibuprofen, that's such a mundane thing. We don't even think about And this story really makes you think about like, man, I just take for granted that all this stuff I'm doing is safe and not going to harm me. You know, life is precious. You never know what could happen, but kind of just makes you, you know, put things in perspective as far as what you put in your body, making sure that, you know, it's, it's safe for you. But great question, Zach. All right, fellas. Is that it? All right. Well, thank you for joining me today. Uh, if this was a little bit too much info, pop in a seat of Metafin when you're done. <laughs> be responsible. Make sure it was not tampered with. And Read the directions
1: see- on the bottle as well. Yes, always. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Yeah, um, next week, we will actually be doing live on Twitter. Zach will be doing a live streaming where he reads off an entire – Ibuprofen bottle. So, wait. Yep. It be amazing. Yep. Directions: what to do, what not to do. So yeah. tune in for that. Thank you guys for joining me. I had a blast, and we will see you all next time. Thank you, Jonah.
3: Peace out. Toots.